Hey everybody, welcome to the Unholy Brotherhood of the Electric Church. It's episode three. We are back. It's Sunday, February 5th, 2023. As always, I'm Dustin, the host, one of the hosts, the co-host, and this is my partner, Will. Uh, we're on here. We're going to bring you everything you didn't know that you needed. We've got some news for you, as always. Uh, just to, we, We've got a great show today. We've been planning this one all week. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. How was your week, Will? How'd everything go this week? It was good. Very good week. Good weekend. Ready for the Super Bowl next weekend. So uh, it was a good week, man. It was great. How was yours? Uh, you know, same old, same old. You know, just working, trying to get through the week, trying to get to Sunday so we get this recorded. Um, you know, as always, stupid thoughts, things happen. I drive a lot, so... You know, it's just, man, I don't want to do this on a weekly basis, you know, but I, I got cut off a couple of times this week while I drive. Like I said, I drive a lot and uh, old people, man, just old people driving. You know how they are in this area. Um, So, you know, I was out in the, in the Waynesboro area and this guy, he, I mean, he almost caused a pretty bad traffic accident. You know, he's like 92 years old and you know how they are. They don't have any reflexes at all. So he didn't even jump, flinch, or anything. He didn't brace for impact. I'm slamming on my brakes. I'm like, holy shit, you know, trying to stop. And there's this dude with Vanta black sunglasses on, the darkest black you could imagine. And I understand <laughs> they have bad eyes because of their cataract surgeries and shit. But you know what? You have bad eyes. You don't want to cover them up with the darkest material known to man. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? You've seen them out yeah. here. You know, and I think personally, and I used to say like 60, but 60 is the new 50. So I'd say like at 70, 75, these motherfuckers are a danger to themselves. I love old people, veterans, whatever, you know, but they're a danger not only to, to us, but to themselves. And if they want to live to see, you know, 80 and 90, they should probably get recertified. Like a basic physical and eye test because they're going to kill someone out here and it's going to be me and I'm going to be pretty pissed off. I'm going to come back down and they're going to be so loose from getting hit because they have zero reflexes. They're going to live through the fucking thing. I'm going to come back and haunt them until the day they die. The next 10 days that they live, I'm going to be there. <laughs> so that's what they have to look forward to uh, after after death. Well, after you die. Yeah, I'm coming back for him. I'll be a fucking poltergeist, dude. <laughs> I'll destroy their entire house. All their lamps from like the 1940s that they have. Yeah. They're just going to get trashed. Turn their granddaughters and grandsons into like little omen kids. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to fucking possess them. I'm going <laughs> to skip the poltergeist stage and I'm just going to go to Satan and be like, hey, you need a demon? Because this old dude killed me and I need to wreak havoc on his life. <laughs> so yeah we got that you know we've been doing some the stuff for the shows you know we clip everything up for you guys that way so if you don't have time to sit and listen to an hour episode we clip them and then that's just been another thing it's kind of bit my week up a little bit like there's this karen on there and you know I, i've talked a little bit about my kids i don't go into super detail but i got three of them and I made a post about boy moms and shit. It's just, I think the boy mom stickers, the boy mom slogan in general is stupid. 
like you're a you're a mom you're just a parent like it doesn't matter what gender child you have i think it's stupid and i said all kids are idiots anyway so this karen's on there and she's talking about like not all kids are idiots you are and i'm like well yeah i know but i was even more of an idiot when i was a kid you fucking dumbass like <laughs> come on loretta you know lorraine Karen, you you were born in fucking eighteen twenty, so your Amish ass probably didn't fucking have idiot kids back then because they were tending the fields and shit. But you know, prior to or or uh, after that time, you know, this is twenty twenty two. Look at what the twenty twenty three. Look at what the kids are doing these days. Right, right. Kids are idiots. Change my mind. You can't. It's not going to happen. Even the smartest kid is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, they make they make bad decisions. There's we no way bad. around. Even as an adult, you still you're still an idiot sometimes. Right. You're never fu- fully cured. So our job as adults and parents and community members is to make sure that the kids aren't as big of an idiot or assholes. Agreed. You know? I think my kids are great. Everybody thinks their kids are great. Reality check, they're not as fucking great as you think they are. <laughs> they're not i've been around plenty of them i don't like any of them i don't even like mine half the time i love them and i provide for them but i don't love them or like them i mean they just sometimes they irritate me so karen stay off of facebook it wasn't made for people born before 1922 okay <laughs> that's my message to her so yeah that kind of you know those are the two biggest things of my week that i kind of had a problem with you know it just drivers and stupid people on social media yeah i hear you dude i'm i'm i feel feel the same way feel pretty much the same way as you i'm a stupid person on social media too sometimes so i mean i get it but there's a way to be a troll and do it good to where people can have a laugh that fell flat on her face. It just didn't work. Kids aren't idiots. You are. She's probably a fucking, you know, volunteer. She probably doesn't even, she, she probably just volunteers at soup kitchens and I'm, I'm sitting here blasting her and she's probably a great person, but <laughs> she's got a false idea of the world. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, man. You're it's probably right. One of, one of those people that they smoke marijuana. Oh my goodness, they were smoking cigarettes on the corner. Why on earth would they ever do that? You know, right? Probably her, because they're fucking idiots. That's why. And guess what? I was the worst one when I was a kid. Oh, I don't think that we're gonna debate that one. But you're not gonna debate whether kids are idiots either. You know, maybe not the savants, those kids that are like playing Mozart and shit, but they're probably idiots in their own. So like, think about it in this way, like they're smarter. So their fuck ups are more monumental than like my three-year-old coloring on the wall. Right. You know, like these little smart, like baby Einsteins and shit. You like two years old, you know how to code and shit. Say it's like uh Joe Biden's grandson or something, or, you know, someone's grandson in a high political position. He's two years old and he's just a little smart kid. He walks into the office. Nobody thinks anything of it because he's just a little kid. That baby gets up there and he gets the nuclear launch codes and shit. And he just bombs everybody. 
<laughs> he's an idiot because he didn't know any better. He just thought he was going to play a game on the computer. He, he, but he's an idiot. It's an idiotic thing to do. Yeah, yeah so we're you're not right. Doubting, doubting the intelligence of children. We all know kids are smart. They just do dumb shit. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's really all I have to say about that. You know, I, I don't know. It's just fucking kids, man. Like, don't kids, kids and Karens. Like, why'd she have to come on? Like, that, that must have, she's probably wearing a nightgown, like a flowery nightgown with sleeves like that. She has every area, surface area of her skin concealed. <laughs> and like when her and her hus husband have sex, they do it through a hole in the sheet, like in the hand hands made tail. <laughs> like they don't even look at each other's skin or anything. And she's just morally outraged that I said that kids were idiots. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to come back for me, man. She's going to be like waiting there. She's probably going to find out where I live and just come. You thought so? She's going to be like Carrie's mom. Like from she, Carrie the movie. Yeah, yeah. Put those dirty fellows away. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to come stomping on your doorstep and start stomping on your door. Yeah, she is. She's going to get in too. She's going to be like, little pig, little pig, let me in. <laughs> Say, get the fuck away from here, big bad Karen. <laughs> get from around my door. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So what all we got this week? You got any? I'm sure you've been uh, looking for things that I can be outraged about just because you like to fuck with me. Yeah. You're like you like I it do. when this shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty unexpected last week, but uh, boy, it worked out perfect, man. You kind of just uh, fell right in the, into that spider's web, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Fuck them robots. All right, you know what? Well, I didn't even before you get into that. I didn't even think about it last week. Like, think about this: the guy had an issue tipping a robot, and they didn't give him enough ice because of a broken machine. Yeah, yeah. Like I just put that together like a couple days ago. I'm like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, I got into the whole thing about the robot, but is the bigger issue that you want him to tip the robot when you can't even get your fucking ice machine working? I know. I was wondering about that, too. It's like if your waitress or waiter doesn't bring you ice when you ask for it, that's going to be less of a reason to tip them. But in this case, the entire machine was broken, you know, and that's part of the, I guess, robot staff that you're supposed to be tipping. I mean, it makes no sense. Tipping a robot is asinine. It is. It indeed is asinine. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but... Maybe instead of getting robot waitstaff, he should get a robot mechanic that could fix his fucking ice machine, too, while he's at it. Maybe increase the tip to 15%. No shit. You know, get a robot that actually fucking does some work. <laughs> get a robot that actually works. You're going to get up there. It's going to be like, you know, we're going to be floating around in like 2055, and you're going to be going out to eat with your at your restaurant. You're going to have two robots. When you walk in, it's going to be the hostess and the uh, waiter, waiter robot. You're going to be waiting to get seated for like 20 minutes because these two fucking robots are just cutting it up, talking about nuts and bolts and shit. <laughs> They're just sitting there having this conversation like you're waiting to get seated. Just two fucking robots just having a whole conversation ignoring you. 
Sounds like a Jetsons episode. It does. It does. <laughs> Fucking Rosie. <laughs> God damn it, Rosie. Rosie and Rhonda up there just cutting it up. They don't even give a fuck about you. The fucking dishwasher in the back's just banging away. The ice machine's out of service. The I know, these two man. robots are just sitting on their ass talking about fucking nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get into some news. Okay. Uh, you pick, I'm going to give you two of them that I thought were interesting. You pick the one you want to go with first. Um, some of you might have seen this because it actually did make pretty it was headline news for sure. So this one is from WGN9. This was posted on January 30th and the title reads Suburban school worker charged with stealing 1.5 million worth of chicken wings from the district. So that's the first one. All right, and then the next one is another really interesting one. And this one is titled How Thieves Are Stealing Hyundais and Kias with Just a USB Cable. And this started as a TikTok challenge where this guy was in this Kia, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was a Kia. He broke out the entire uh, ignition compartment and he was able to put just a USB cord, like a USB charger in there, turned it like he would have if, if he had the key in the ignition and it started right up. So apparently this is going on all over the place because the follow-up article with this one reads, and this is from News 4 Washington, NBC 4 Washington. This one reads, Maryland woman's Kia was stolen twice thanks to the TikTok challenge that's raising insurance rates. And the TikTok ta- challenge she's referring to is the one that I just spoke about. So, Dustin, which one you want to go with first, first, buddy? And then we'll go a little more into detail with it. It's raising insurance rates? Apparently, that's what it says. In, what in, kind in, of horse shit is that? I don't know. That's what well, it says. Man, I was thinking, you know, the chicken wings one is near and dear to my heart because I love chicken wings, but I think we got to go and in the, some detail about this uh, Kia thing, man, that's, I didn't like when we had talked earlier this week, I just, you know, we, you didn't have the follow-up story. Right. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting because I've seen those little, they have these little fobs and shit that you see on uh TikTok. They're I can't remember the name of them. They're like little orange things and you can like hack into like Tesla's and shit like that with those. So, I mean, I, I kind of had a gist of, but like raising insurance rates, like that's fucking horrible. Well, like, let me so read. Go ahead. The the owner of the vehicles being penalized for something they can't even help and something that probably isn't going to happen to you. Let's not lie about it. Insurance is a fucking fraud half the time. Anyway, they just raise rates for like, oh, we noticed that, you know, whenever you step into your car, you have a likelihood to fucking hit your head on the door frame. So we're going to jack your insurance rate up by 10%. And it's like some bogus fucking claim just so they can pay you more money. And then when you do have an accident, they want to fucking fight you tooth and nail on actually paying out any kind of claim. They want to say that it's your fault, you know? So, I mean, insurance is always already fucked up. Now you got these jackasses adding on top of it. Let's go. Let's go a little bit more in depth with the article. All right. We're going to start with the first one. 
this one was published from the drive and it was uh the title is how thieves are stealing hyundais and kias with just usb cable what i'll do is i'll read the first paragraph or so it starts out thieves across the united states are eyeing hyundai and kia models as easy targets thanks in part to the viral social media post essentially if it's a modern car from one of those automakers that doesn't utilize push button start they can fire up the car and drive away in less than a minute the only tool required is something that can be found in about every vehicle and that's a usb charger i heard on the radio on the way to work the other day that the, the state police was actually telling people to make sure if you drive a hyundai or a kia not to leave your cell phone charger within plain view because basically at this point it's just a spare key to start up the car. So uh, an uptick in thefts for both brands have, have been recorded in several states over the past year. This tracks with increased numbers of people watching and sharing videos of Milwaukee-based Kia boys and whipping around in stolen Korean cars. <laughs> and it goes on more. What are your thoughts on that one? That's crazy. Like I thought, because I'm, I'm looking at the article too. Like when you gave me that it's from the drive, I thought that that was like for more of like a push start, you know, I thought that like, cause you say USB, that's what you think, but it's just the USB is a fucking key. Like it's just, they're sticking it in. Exactly. Yep. Like there's no device that's connected to it. So these nope. cars are so fucking janky. And I don't even like, cause, and we all used to laugh at Hyundai's and Kia's now they got some sleek fucking cars, but you, so you think about it, you go get you a, a Telluride, that nice big SUV from Kia. I think it's Kia that makes that one. So you get this nice Telluride, you, you drop about 55, $60,000 on it. It's fully loaded. And some dumbass from Milwaukee drinking Milwaukee's best ice comes up and he just fucking pops that USB cord in there and mur he's gone with your fucking $60,000 car. You can't do that shit to a Cadillac. Right. I I watched the video. I actually saw the TikTok before I saw this article come out and I thought it was fake because I think the video was only like maybe 8 9 seconds long. All he did was just rip the compartment that the ignition switch is in. He ripped it off. And got down to, I guess, like the bear, the bear factory before they put it, all the covers on it. He just stuck it right in like a key and started it up, man. Nothing else. It was shit simple. So that that's wild. Like, who does that fall on then? Is it the shithead that's stealing the car because he's exploiting it? Or is it Kia and Hyundai for making a shitty product? Man, I don't know. Or do, do they share the blame? That's a piece of shit car, in my opinion. I <laughs> like we we have a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand mile uh, powertrain, extensive warranty, whatever. But you might get your fucking car stolen by a USB charge cable. <laughs> okay, it's, it's really that simple, too. That's crazy. Like, there's no security there at all. Like, it that's that's wild. I would never well, let's, imagine. Let's do this. Um, let's let's go to the follow-up article here. And this one is the one that I said earlier. This is from uh, NBC4 Washington. Maryland woman's key is stolen twice thanks to TikTok challenge that's raising insurance rates. And I'll just read the first 
article or the first couple paragraphs, like many residents around the DMV on Wednesday, Lexi spent her morning brushing fresh snow off the windshield of her Mazda three. It's a used car from Laurel, Maryland residents, the resident, the Laurel, Maryland resident recently bought from a family member after her Kia Optima was stolen twice as part of the social media Kia challenge. She has a quote here. Let me go through this. Um, as after costly repairs, Lexi and her Kia made it back on the road, but in December it was taken again, this time from the Laurel Town Center parking lot. Her Kia Optima hasn't been seen since. The Kia challenge started on TikTok showing how certain older model Kias and Hyundais can be stolen with the USB cord. The thefts have skyrocketed around the country. Now some insurance companies are raising rates and refusing to accept new customers with certain Kias and Hyundais because of the increased cost of replacements and repairs. That's why rates are going up. But it's still, it's jeopardizing, or it's putting the consumer, like, a lot of people rely on Hyundais and Kias because of the entry point on the pricing. So, I mean, you're putting it back on, so it's like, we're going to jack you. I understand not rate, or not, you know, insuring it at all, but still at the same time, if you're, if you're a, a vehicle company selling a vehicle that can't be insured, like that should fall on you. I'm reading in I, their response, all their responses, at least from Hyundai, has made engine immobilizer standard on all models uh, previous, made previous of 2021. Okay. So it's like, but that's not even addressing the issue. It's not even fixing the fucking problem. Like maybe you fix your goddamn ignition and put something on there where you can't get stolen by something as simple as a USB cord. Right. You know, you got your cars out here that can't be insured and we'll just put engine immobilizers on it. That'll fix the issue. No, it won't. The car is still going to get stolen. It's not going to get immobilized until after, you know, you reported to the police and think about this. Then they have tracking devices and shit in your car. Like, it's good when your car gets stolen, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, it's not good to have a private company tracking your movements at all and then selling that data to the fucking United States government, in my opinion. I don't want a fucking tracker in my car. I mean, I have one in my company car, but that's a little different. Right. It's not my car. My personal car, I you know, and I think that has a tracker, and it's a Toyota and I think that fucking thing knows where I'm going. It always tells me your car is parked here, your car is parked there. It's like, but, you know, we just make a engine immobilizers. That's fixing the issue. That's putting a fucking Band-Aid on it. What they need to do is they need to send out a major recall notices and just make it a major recall. Send or bring your Kia, your Hyundai into the dealership and just have them completely change the ignition. It's going to cost the companies a lot of money. There's no question about that. But imagine what they're saving the consumer because now the consumer can walk out in the morning and know that their car is going to be there and some guy didn't steal it with their iPhone charger or whatever. It's going to save the consumer. Ultimately, it's going to save them too. I mean, think about the lawsuits and shit. Like, I'm sure someone has talked to a lawyer or a lawyer has... (coughs) you know, went on their own accord and was, you know, it's going to be the next commercial we see on Jerry Springer in the morning. 
Have you owned a, a Kia from 2010 through 2021? You yeah. may be entitled to compensation. It's going to be fucking Sal, Saul Goodman on the TV going after Hyundai and Kia. Exactly. Exactly. The problem with that is you get these huge settlement class action settlement lawsuits. And when you respond to it, you end up getting like a $5 check because the company settles for like $5 billion, but they have to pay millions upon millions of people. Right. And it all depends on the extent of the damages to you. Yeah, that's what sucks. So it's a fucked up situation for everybody, man. And the insurance companies, I'm sure, are pouncing on it. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart to, to you know, provide that service or, or you know, that coverage for their employees by raise, or for their consumers by raising rates. No, they're doing it because they say, cha-ching, we're about to get these bitches. We're about to add $20 to that bill, just like the dude with the robot. They say, you see what that dude with the robot did? We're about to do it to the insurance policy, brother. <laughs> you, know? you know, the, th the thing is, is the USB will just start the car. So it it's still you still need the key to get into it unless you're just going to smash the window. So, I mean, I don't know. You got to think of, would it be that co costly to them? I mean, I know it probably would be more costly. They don't want to pay it out regardless, but at least it's not one of those things where, well, I don't know, man, you probably know better than I would. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know, man. It's, it'll be interesting. You know, it's a foreign company too. Maybe they just say, we don't care. <laughs> they sell a ton of vehicles overseas and shit like i mean i'm sure we're their biggest market or one of their biggest markets but i don't know i'm so we're american man we're used right. to being able to tell everybody to fuck off because we run the world so you know will hyundai <laughs> or kia motors say that same thing maybe maybe not it just depends on the sector of their market i mean i'm sure they're not getting the money for their vehicles like it probably be the same vehicle in america that they would get in say India, like it's, they're not getting the same amount and in, in money, you know? So I don't know. Right. I think they need to fix the shit though. You got people driving around out here and whether, whether you still need to get in the car or not, I mean, it's easy to pop into a vehicle and just, you know, you put a clothes hanger down in there and just you really don't even need to do that. You could just get something to hit that unlock button. If right. it's on the door, you know, well, they're going to have to do something. I mean, maybe they could talk to this woman that, you know, found out a way to embezzle $1.5 million in chicken wings. I mean, she's pretty creative. You got to give her that. All right. We'll move on to that one because I think that this is a good one. And like I said, I think this got definitely national news coverage. But for those of you that didn't hear about it or see it, once again, this article is published from Chicago's very own WGN9. Article published on January 30th. Suburban school worker charged with stealing $1.5 worth of chicken wings from the district. And the article states, this is in Harvey, Illinois. The food service director for an impoverished South, South Suburban School District is accused of stealing $1.5 worth of food million worth of food mainly chicken wings according to court documents reviewed by wgn vera liddell 66 worked for harvey school district 152 
for more than a decade. According to a LinkedIn account associated with her name, the massive fraud began at the height of COVID during a time when students were not allowed to be physically present in school. Even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. Court records accused Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the school district's food provider and then picking up the order in a district cargo van. The food was never brought to the school or provided to the students. District funds were used to pay for the food according to prosecutors who did not reveal what became of the chicken wings. That's wild. Like, I mean, we all love chicken wings, but are we <laughs> going to go to that extent? I mean, and they say it's a, a class X felony. So a class X felony in the state of Illinois, if you're found guilty, you'll not, you won't get probation and you may face a man. How, how do you say you may, you're not going to get probation and you may face a mandatory jail sentence of six to 30 years. No, if it's a, what they're saying, if you're found guilty, you're not getting probation. The lightest you're going to get off is like a six to 30 because it's a mandatory sentence. Like, I mean, she's 66 years old. So does it really matter anyway? Six years should be 72, but the fact of remains is we've all been affected by inflation. Doesn't mean you go out and steal chicken wings from a school district. Those kids think about them little kids now sitting at home. They were on there on their iPads, having a hard enough time learning. And you got to deal with this asshole stealing their food from out right out of their mouths. Didn't even get a chance to get to the plate. Well, the, it says here in this, Paragraph, the scheme was uncovered by the district's business manager during a routine mid-year audit. The manager found the district was 300000 over its annual food service budget, despite only being halfway through the school year. So they, you know, through that audit, they knew there was a big chunk missing. Due to man. Court records say employees of the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service, were all familiar with the defendant due to the massive amount of chicken wings she would purchase. <laughs> well, that was, that was probably a dead giveaway. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, why? You buy that's a lot of chicken wings, dude. Like, I don't know the size of the school district, but that's a lot of chicken wings. Like, who are you like? She's either having block parties like every Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday at her house and, <laughs> and other food items. So, I mean, maybe she's stealing some nacho cheese, some tortilla chips, some little smokies. You know, maybe she give them back to the community uh. or maybe she I don't know what she did. Like, what did you how did you store all that shit? Like, I can't I imagine know. like she don't have a mansion or anything like she's not rich, so. Where the fuck did you put all those chicken wings? I don't know, bro. It's not. After that last paragraph I read, there's really not much more to it. I mean, I don't think we'll ever figure out what really happened here. It's going to probably forever be a mystery in time. We need to see how big this woman is, because that may be the fucking answer to the whole thing. Well, look her up. I mean, you, you can look it up at Google image. She's not, she doesn't look very big, but all I'm seeing is like a mug shot. So she, she may be bigger, like neck down, but from what I'm seeing, she's not a big woman. She doesn't appear to be a big woman. 
No, not at all. So, yeah, look here. I'll share it. Like, you know what she looks like? She looks like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> I mean, tell me that that is not the face of crack or some kind of substance. Like, so I think we know what happened to those wings. I think we know. I think that uh, she was probably trading wings for some rocks, you know, or, or something. I mean, or maybe she was selling them. Uh, she was getting them and selling them to like Amazon fresh or something. Maybe she's an Amazon affiliate and she just has that where she was getting them and posting them on Amazon fresh chicken wings. And I mean, this, when it started, I guess that was before, you know, we had the inflationary prices due to the, the avian flu or whatever the fuck they're blaming that shit on. And you know what? This, they, that's a whole nother topic conversation. Not, we're not going down that road, but why do you need to steal all them goddamn chicken wings? Well, not only that, the price of everything went up during and especially after COVID. So if this was pre COVID, God, the school system was probably getting those chicken wings for like dirt cheap, man. So in order to steal, what is it, 1.3 million of them? I mean, that's just an insane 1.5 million. I'm sorry. That's an insane amount. How did she not think she was going to eventually get busted for that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess, you know, it, it helped that kids weren't in school at, at that point. So for because that would be the giveaway if they were in school and they're like, where's all this food going? But I guess it helps that they weren't in school and it's not like the parents are going to be like, Hey, we were supposed to get our lunch sent to our house today. And all we got was this raggy ass fucking bologna and cheese. We're supposed to have hot wings. <laughs> Who gives hot wings to kids anyway? Like as a school lunch, like we never got shit like that. Well, I don't know if it was hot wings. It was just chicken wings. What, they chicken didn't wings? say, what are, you, what are you making with chicken wings? Well, I'm just reading the article. Um, you got go ahead. You got anything else for that one? So going at retail prices of like a, I think they're ten pound bags at Sam's Clubs. At retail prices, I think it's about twenty nine ninety nine for a ten pound bag of chicken wings, frozen chicken wings. That's fifty thousand bags, ten pound bags of chicken wings. That's 500 fucking thousand pounds of chicken wings, dude. God. Where did they go? That's the answer I need. What did you do with the chicken wings? Well, if we get any more information on that or there's like a follow-up article, we'll definitely bring it back up in future episodes. I think this needs, we want to solve this case, don't you? I do. She looks like she got bed bugs and mice. <laughs> Not so chicken wings, not chicken wings and rice. No, no chicken wings and rice, bed bugs and, and mice. Maybe that's maybe she had a colony of fucking mice and she was just feeding chicken wings too. She's like Willard. Oh like the god. Fucking rat king. She's the rat queen. She looks like she got a rat nest in her fucking hair. Oh my god. All right. I got you know what? I said I have one more for you. I actually have two because the the fourth one. The fourth article we do is a robot news article, and I definitely want to get your opinion on that one. Now, this one here is 
Some might call it dark, and some might call it, I don't know what you call it, cruel. But this was posted Thursday. And this is posted by MSN, and it's a category they have called Best Life. So I guess it's like a health or wellness, whatever. But the title of the article is Parents Leave Infant Boy at Airlines Check-In Desk After Being Told They Need to Buy a Separate Ticket for Him. A couple traveling to Tel Aviv to bro- from from Tel Aviv to Brussels abandoned their baby at the check-in desk after being told they had to buy an extra ticket for the child. The pair reportedly tried to get through security to board the plane at Ben Gurion Airport, but were forced to return to the terminal and subsequent subsequently detained by police. Um, there's not much more than that. There's a quote here, Dustin. What are your thoughts? They. How was the baby? Did it say? Does it say how old the baby is? Because that's... I'm I'm looking here. I thought it was an 11... It's an infant boy. I thought it said somewhere 11 month old, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so I mean, they shouldn't have left their child at all, but man. So they're leaving from Israel, Tel Aviv, to go to Belgium and they have to like, they just leave their, they're either unable or unwilling. So they, they boarded the flight. Yeah. What the they hell ju- is their problem? Like I was like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. They just left the baby at the check-in desk. They just left him right on the desk. What the fuck is their problem? Like I was about to go. Cause you know, I don't like companies. For some reason, but I mean, because I was about to go down. That's what they should have done instead of leaving their fucking kids sit there. This little baby in a car seat carrier. And you're just like, oh, this little fucker, little little uh, Jonathan can't get on the fucking airplane. So we're going to we need to rush off. Come on. We got a flight. We got to go to Belgium. What the fuck is in Belgium anyway? <laughs> beer. A fucking Bavarian. In, you got beer and pretzels. You know, so I mean, that's like, why, what's your rush? But they should have fucking you know, tried to say, Hey, why do I need a fucking ticket for a, a baby that I can carry? I think most flights, I think three and under, you can put them on your lap. Yeah. It says something else about that in here too, but how did that conversation go? Did he look at her and did he say he, the guy, did he look at his wife and was like, all right, sweetie, what do you think we should do? And she was just like, just leave the baby. We're good. Let's go. No, she was probably like, I don't know. It's up to you. It's like a whole dinner thing. Like, I don't care. What do you want to do? And then he's just like, fuck it. Let's go. We got a trip. We need to get to Brussels right now. <laughs> That's so wrong, man. And he's like, you know, they got that new taco at the fucking uh, restaurant there in Brussels. We got to catch this flight. We can't wait. Someone's going to get our seat. Instead of like saying, hey, it's a little fucking kid. Maybe right. it's because they had it in the carrier, though. But at that point, take the baby out of the fucking carrier and just leave it. Like, go get another one. They're cheap. They're not that yeah. expensive. You know, I'm sorry for even laughing at that. And I'm not laughing at the fact that this infant was left abandoned. I'm laughing at the fact that how idiotic his parents were. And even that's not very funny. But what's going through your head? Yeah, there's. I've always said it. Like, 
you have to take a driver's test. You have to, you know, wait until you're a certain age to drink. Like all these prohibitions on certain things or limitations and licensing requirements. But anybody can have a fucking kid. Like these two idiots not only have this one child, but even so say this child gets taken, the fucking losers can have another one. Right. Like who's stopping them? Who's stopping them from having, you know, they can have another kid. Jeffrey Dahmer could have got out of jail and had a kid, you know, fucking, and it's not to take like things away from people, but that is something I think maybe we should step in and say, Hey, you know, you're a little high on like the psychopath level where maybe like Forrest Gump, like uh, your IQ is only like fucking 72, dude. Don't think it's a good idea for you to be responsible for another human being's lives. You know, so maybe we need to snip, snip, sterilize you. You can still have sex, but you're shooting blanks. That baby, that uh, baby battered ain't going to have much in it. No tadpoles for you, buddy. Ain't going to have no juice. No juice. Nothing behind it, man. It's like a non-alcoholic beer. That's what you're shooting. Because, I mean, like I said, what's stopping them from doing this shit again or having another child? Like, so if they're willing to leave their kids at a fucking airport check-in booth, what else have they subjected that child to or would they in the future? Well, they just left them. They didn't. It wasn't a booth or nothing. It was when you go to check in to board your flight, they just left them right on the desk from what it says here on this article. Just like, all right, plop. See ya, bud. It's like the new fire hall. Like, here, we're just going to sit you here as a basket. It's the baby Moses floating down the fucking river. <laughs> it's, a- it's the baby Moses. He's floating down. He's rolling down on the baggage claim thing. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Wow, you got to be a a special kind of stupid to even formulate that idea. Like, to even have that cross your head. Like, we're just going to leave the kid. Like, just to have that as an idea. How stupid are you? Pretty fucking stupid. Right. Wow, what a bunch of jackasses, man. All right, well, the last one is, I guess you would say, slightly more lighthearted. This is some robot news because... Anybody that listened to last week's episode just knows Dustin is a huge fan of robots. True or false? No, I like robots. I don't like fucking people that want to get robots and have to have us like subsidize their dumbass ideas. This fucking robot waiter. I can't wait to see what you have here because if it's as stupid as last week, we're in for a fucking treat, guys. Give me that. Well, I guess we'll see. This one was posted by CNBC on February 1st. Title is Robots Could Surpass Workers at Amazon by 2030, Kathy Wood says. Key points in this article. This is a quote from Kathy Wood. We are just at the dawn of the robotic age, and I would say artificial intelligence and battery technology are all part of that movement as well. Amazon, and this and that was end quote, this is a new key point. Amazon had more than 1.6 million workers at the end of 2021, according to its most recent annual report. Woods Arc Innovation, ETF, just finished its best month ever, but is still down dramatically over the past two years. And they're just saying the growth of automation in the workplace will accelerate the decade with robot workers, Pat, possibly surpassing human employees at one of the biggest companies. 
which is Amazon, of course. Amazon's use of automated robots will dramatically change the company's workforce in the coming years. Amazon is adding about a thousand robots a day. If you compare the number of robots Amazon has to the number of employees, it's about a third. And we believe by the year 2030, Amazon can have more robots than employees. So about a third of Amazon's current workforce right now is, is robots. Yeah, you see that. And I'm in a lot of warehouses and I see this kind of stuff like through my day job. So like P&G, I think that technically Procter & Gamble is totally automated. The one that's down in Inwood. Right. So it's got robots, but it also has like a large amount of employees also. I mean, someone has to route the specific pass and everything. Someone has to, there's programmers. So, I mean, yeah, I could get down with robots working at Amazon just because they're still going to, we're, we're going to have to have humans unless you have a fully automated, like autonomous 100% AI that can walk and talk like a human. You still need some human interface there. Now you're not going to, you, maybe you don't have Joe out there loading the dock or loading the truck off the dock. You have a robot doing it, but Joe needs to maybe improve his skills and look somewhere else or who's going to work on the robots, you know, when they need maintenance. So there's still going to be jobs there. You know, Amazon has, for me, my priority on Amazon, maybe they should get a fucking robot to have some better decision-making when they decide who they're going to ship shit with. Like, they'll send me a small little fucking pack of Valentine's Day cards through their prime delivery, but they send me like a fucking 100-pound desk through the United States Parcel Service. So maybe they should have a fucking robot making that decision before they start taking jobs away from the blue collar. That's my opinion on that. But as a whole, robots doing that compared to robots selling a drink, it's a little bit different. I mean, I'm kind of, I am concerned because we're not far away from the AI either, like becoming a part of a robot. I think we still need to work on the mechanics of how robots move. So like before we're in like an iRobot or, you know, something like that where they look like humans or at least humanoid, but, uh, you know, AI is rapidly advancing. So yeah, people can be out of job. That's going to suck for me too. You think about it because I sell to vending and micro markets with one of my feet a robot. I'm going to fucking take a, Hey guys, you know, we're taking out the Fritos and the, and the Pepsis we're putting in uh, canned oil and canned air. For the robots. <laughs> <laughs> I got to spray my joints. I'm sore, Bob. I was out there on that dock and it got a little wet. My titanium joints are, are clicking. You got some of that oil from the CRH guy? Well, apparently Kathy Woods would rather see oil and grease rather than blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> but then also Kathy Woods is, as you said, the the chief investment officer at ARK Invest, uh, they've taken a pretty substantial hit, I think, since 2021. And she was speaking in, uh, when she made this uh, conference. It was at a Bitcoin convention. I wonder what? how Bitcoin worked out for her. Because, I mean, they took a massive shit on everybody. She was probably one of those dudes or one of those people that were supporting that dude, that Sam Bankman-Fried or whatever his name is, that dude that scammed everybody. Right. 
That's the Bernie Madoff of the fucking 2020s, dude. That dude pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. He did. We didn't know he was such a nice guy. Oh, yeah. But I saw, I mean, her opinion, she looks a little fucking crazy too. So maybe I don't take her opinion. Like there's a lot that goes into automating a fucking warehouse and just one warehouse, a lot of money. Now, if they start passing that cost on to us, like, like I said before, no one fucking told you to go out and buy a, a 50, 60, $100,000 robot. So don't pass that shit off on me. You could have paid the fucking salary for people, 40000 a year. You know, one robot can do 10 people's jobs. I don't know. Let's talk to John Henry and see how he feels. Man, he made it through that goddamn tunnel, and he beat that steam engine, right? Right. Big fucking bad John, buddy. Dustin doesn't care what you paid for your robot. You shouldn't have bought the son of a bitch. That's the moral of the story. I don't fucking care what you paid for that piece of shit, rusty-ass robot. Like, fuck your robots, dude. You can take your robot... And you can go get him a fucking hotel and let him fucking lube it up and stick it in. If that's how much I like it, that is for your own fucking amusement. Fuck that robot, piece of shit. But if you want to do it, I see how it can make sense. I want to, man, they, they were talking about fucking robots. I was hoping that we'd have drones fucking delivering us shit by now. We're getting this news about fucking robots. In a warehouse, fuck a robot. We want drone delivery. I want to see them little fucking things carrying my hundred pound desk that the fucking USPS is fifteen days late on delivering. <laughs> well, they're bankrupt. They're bankrupt. It's not my fucking problem. Fuck the fuck the postal service subsidize that shit. That should be that's that would save the country a ton of fucking money. And I'm sure I'm gonna piss a lot of people off because they have relatives that worked in the postal service and all this. My granddaddy retired from the postal service. Fuck him. Fuck the postal service. We didn't have U, UPS. We didn't have FedEx. We didn't have Prime. We didn't have DHL back then. We got all that now. They can deliver products ten times better than the fucking post office can. Fuck the post office. I said it, and you heard it here first. Fuck the post office. Get rid of them. They're leaking money out of the other programs. Let's put that money in education so we can have people program the fucking robots for Amazon. Well, anyway, that that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> fucking postal service. That one gets my goat too, man. Fuck the fuck them in their little fucking. Why can't they drive a regular vehicle? The only ones that you see driving regular vehicles are the ones out here that do the rural mail. I like right. those male people. Maybe we keep them, but get rid of the fucking in-town ones. Or the dudes that they fucking run around. They look like they're working in a fucking rice field. With those little stupid-ass hats that they wear. You seen them? Yeah, they're like safari hats. They haven't updated that uniform since 1927, dude. <laughs> He's walking around. His shorts are up, like, halfway up his thighs. He's got a shirt on. It's tucked into the shorts. You don't tuck shir shirts in when you're wearing shorts. That looks stupid. And he's got a fucking safari hat. It looks like he's about to go take you on a fucking adventure in the Savannah. Oh, apparently they didn't get the memo on dress code. Yeah, get some regular polos for those guys. Let them wear their own khaki shorts. Like, what the fuck's your problem? Update your dress code. That's stupid fucking safari looking i'm telling you and the little fucking stupid ass vehicles they drive around in that looks like a safari a safari vehicle little boxy. it does it looks like a goddamn go-kart it looks like something you would get for a kid to run around your backyard with 
How we get on the fucking post service, man? I don't know. It's Amazon. Amazon's another one, man. They rile me up. I love them and I hate them at the same time. I can't live with them and I can't live without them. That's true. Especially when they fuck my shit up. But they gave me this exercise bike for free. Like I ordered it and they sent the wrong model and I got a refund for it. And I'm like, and it hadn't gotten here. So I'm like, shit, probably got messed up. Probably had a postal service driver have it. You, you sent a 300 pound product with this poor little nine year old postal driver. And I thought he maybe dro- dropped it and fucked it up, but it gets here. It's just a wrong model. That's all that was wrong with it. It was a different model than the one I ordered. I was like, okay, that's free. That's cool. So keeping it. They didn't make you send it back or you're, or you're not going to return it. No, they don't make you send it back. It's more of a hassle for them to take it back. So they know they sent the wrong product rather than me send it back and get the right product. They just tell you to keep it and give you a refund. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. So maybe, but maybe that mistake wouldn't have happened if they had a robot, but that's the thing too. Like Amazon is just a distribution channel for some of their products. So like this, it came from a private seller and I think it came from like China or something. So are they going to put like robots in China? Like how's this infrastructure going to work? Cause that's going to, that's going to start a war with the Chinese. Yeah, pretty much. We can't control our slaves anymore. Robot robots have taken over Amazon. So let's bomb America. Oh my God. What else do you have? Or, well, that's all I got. What do you got? What do you got next? D? Well, I think, uh, we should do the Holy Saint for the week. All right. And, uh, in the news, we've got an article that I sent you, and we didn't use it as a clip, but Dr. Phil is retiring after 21 seasons of the Dr. Phil show. And you know what? Dr. Phil, in my opinion, is a great human. I like going on the woke social media and seeing people reply to like how he's he's exploited people and all this. No, he didn't. He was trying to help people. He's trying to help everybody. Jerry Springer exploited people, and he enjoyed it. I love Jerry Springer too, but he made his money. But Dr. Phil, I think, had a genuine heart for people, you know, and they exploited themselves. They were going on national TV. Like, we like to blame the product, not the person, you know. And Dr. Phil going to take an interesting guest. I mean, you got Trailer Park Tammy coming to your show. Yeah, I'll take you. It's going to be an interesting show. But he also legitimately, I think, tried to help people. You know, like, so the cash me outside girl, I think he tried legitimately helping her, but her hearted headed ass just didn't want the help. So 21 seasons to Dr. Phil, a couple seasons before that, when he was on Oprah. So salute to Dr. Phil, our uh, holy saint of the week. It's a good dude, has horrible hair, strong mustache, but we salute you, sir. And we will get you on the show one day and we will have your opinion on our multitude of topics and you're probably going to refer me for a mental evaluation because of my rants, but and that, <laughs> that kind of gets me into like the whole idiot thing. Then that's where I get my stance on kids was from Dr. Phil. He helped me formulate that opinion. I ever tell you that? No, I was watching a Dr. Phil show and it was about one of those unruly little 10 year old shithead kids. And Dr. Phil said, you have to love your kids. You don't have to like them. I was like, all right, I can roll with that. Like, I understand what you're saying. I don't have to like their personality sometimes. I have to love them and be there for them and take care of them. You know, so Karen, if you're out there listening still, fuck you. 
Kids are idiots. And I'll give you one more example of kids being idiots. Okay. So my ex-wife who was an idiot herself and they said it about all their kids. Oh, they were so smart. And even her, she didn't wipe her own ass until she was like 13 years old, but that's beside the point. So everybody (laughs) said, Jesse, and this is how I got my experience with children too. Her sister, I raised her three kids because she was a meth head junkie that went out and just had kids and didn't want to take care of them. She was just focusing on, you know, turning tricks for hits. You know, she just needed that meth pipe. So they said, what happened to Jesse? She was so smart. She was a fucking idiot and you didn't parent her well enough. And even if you do your best job at parenting, they can still turn out and do that. But I blame her parents for it because they were fucking idiots and gave those kids everything they wanted. There's no consequence to anything. So that's what happens. That's why I say kids are fucking idiots because you got this dumb bitch out there turning tricks for hits of methamphetamines. So Karen, if you're listening still, Dr. Phil said it. That's where I got my fucking motivation from. Kids are stupid. It's our job to make them not as stupid. So, but Dr. Phil... Thank you for your work in the community and, and trying to save America. I think he's going on to save the, the American family. I think that's what it said in the article I read. He's focusing on the struggling American family. So he wants to help out the communities and everything. He, he knows, he realizes that we're going through a difficult time right now in the world. And just hats off to that dude. I mean, he should probably keep his on, but we'll take ours off for him. Uh, his bald spot is very strong. So we just let him keep his hat on for uh incognito purposes but dr Phil is the, the holy saint do you have someone that you want to nominate for the unholy saint for the shit bag of the week the unholy shit bag of the week um no i don't well i don't know the chicken wing woman taking food out of those poor impoverished school district kids mouths i guess we could nominate her unless you got somebody better I think Vera, oh, Vera, mouse nest in her head. I think she qualifies for that. Because not only did she take, because a lot of these school districts, they utilize similar food supply channels as everybody else. So she, in part, could have helped drive the shortage of chicken wings for the rest of us that inflated the prices. So not just for the kids. She could have affected each and every chicken wing-loving American. So you know what, Vera? You could take those chicken wings, that whole 50,000 pounds of them, and shove them straight up your ass. I hope you're happy. I hope you get the maximum sentence of 30 years in prison. And I hope that every time they have fucking chicken wings, I hope you get it right up to your lips. You could taste the hot sauce because you smell it. And you just, oh, and as soon as you get it, and you got Big Bertha comes up and knocks the fuck out of you and takes that chicken wing straight out of your hand. I hope that's what happens to you while you're in prison fucking stealing chicken wings from the goddamn kids what's your problem you know you might be right she might have been the reason why chicken wings went up so much because they did go up a lot during and after covid no shit man i used to buy them i used to cook them in the air fryer now it's like i mean i'll go out to wingstop every once in a while and get them i'm not buying a whole bag to cook myself so fucking expensive right it's like man i'd rather just if i'm paying these prices for them we I might as well just go get them from a restaurant. They're already cooked. Go eat out. Yeah. We need that dude from Congress or whoever used to be, you know, the rent is too damn high guy. Yeah. With the, the, the black dude with the beard, the white beard and shit, the mutton chops. Yeah. I can't remember his name. 
the black gloves. The rent is too damn high. We need to get him on this and tell him that the chicken wings are too damn high. Right? Fucking community service activist. And we need to get him to lower the, get with Tyson Foods, Purdue, fucking Pilgrim's Pride. And let them know these chicken prices are not cool with us. It's not going to work. Can't even buy fucking eggs, dude. I used to. I used to consider like whenever I do breakfast to be like, am I doing bacon or sausage? Oh, bacon's a little expensive. So maybe, and this was when I was a little less monetarily solid. I'd be like, man, I can't afford bacon. We'll get some sausage and uh, do sausage and eggs. Cause it's cheap. Now it's like, fuck, can I afford eggs? I can afford the bacon and sausage, but do I want to spend fucking $10 on a dozen of jumbo eggs? No, I think I skipped the eggs this time. And then it's like the baby loves them, so I got to fucking get them. I go broke just buying goddamn eggs. Eggs and chicken wings, man. Fuck that bitch, Barragi. Asshole. There was a lady in Southern California that says she has to literally shop all around town for eggs, and the average price for a dozen is like 15 bucks. That's insane. That's in California? Southern California, yeah. yeah. They're probably hella regulated too. They probably got fucking extra regulations on their chickens. They got to make sure their chickens are environmentally friendly. They probably have them fucking shitting in little chicken coop shoots and they collect their shit to use as fertilizer. They, cause you know, they want to be environmentally friendly. And apparently all animals release carbon monoxide and all this other shit, you know, so it's the people that eat meat's fault. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we should get some robot chickens like the show, but real robot chickens that lay real eggs. That'd be cool. That would be. It's we're way off from that. As long as it's not like that impossible burger shit. You ever tried oh, one? God. No, I don't want to either. You don't want to eat plant based fucking meat? I don't have no, I have no desire for that. Eat the wedgie burgers? That's what the people we did a catering down at uh <clears throat> And I'm laughing at someone's accent with that, but we did a catering years ago down at uh, AstraZeneca and there was a, a bunch of like uh, Indian, like the Asian Indian people. Right. And they kept asking for wedgie burgers. And I was like, <laughs> what? what are they saying? Wedgie. And I'm like, they can't say the V. Wedgie burgers. And they like, they were specific too. And man, I, I kept hiding it. They're like, did those tongs touch the meat? I said, no. I served a burger right before that with those same pair of tongs. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. I didn't do it to be like ignorant or anything. I was just like, man, that's a lot of work switching fucking tongs up and shit. I'm here. There's 500 people coming through this line. Like, come on, dude. You're worried about a little bit of fucking beef grease that got on your goddamn wedgie burger. <laughs> wedgie burger. They get a wedgie burger. Listen to this shit. They get a veggie burger and they put fucking cheese on it. What? That's a fucking dairy product. Like, it's a product of a cow, right? It's not vegan, yeah. Like, I didn't think you could eat, like... I guess people just make up their own fucking rules. That's what it sounds like. Realistically, you can. Like, just get rid of that stupid fucking idea, that that notion. Like, if you're Jewish or Muslim and you can't eat pork... Dude, fucking hot dogs are good. (laughs) Bacon is fucking delicious. Have you ever eaten beef bacon? No, I haven't. It's atrocious. It's one of the worst tasting meats I've ever... And I'm a meat dude. You're a meat cutter. I'm a meat fucking eater. I love meat. Like, I'll try any kind of meat. Stay away from beef sausage. It tastes like dog shit. Beef sausage or beef bacon? Uh, Beef bacon. Beef sausage is only good if it's like... 
like a like a dinner sausage in my opinion like a beef kielbasa or something like that that's the only time i really like beef sausage pork sausage is for breakfast and i i, I can get down like pork italian sausage shit like that i don't care for liverwurst anything that's a little weird that's nasty shit you ever tried that no we're gonna sit here and talk about food i'm gonna get hungry too man and that that fucking dude on uh youtube's right i shouldn't be giving fucking diet dietary advice to the pandas i sh- i cannot follow my own advice much less myself so props <laughs> to him and i just want to let him know that you know when you get on there and you see this short i want to give you the reason that I'm so big is because every time that I fuck your mother, she feeds me a full dinner, a full five course dinner right after. So that's the, <laughs> that's the reason. So if you want to check that, check, check with your mother, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, shit. you know, so uh, fucking people and their sausages, dude. And, and I like sausage cause I'm German. No, you don't. You like sausage because you're fucking American. Right. You like sausage just because you like sausage. That's another thing I'm sick of, dude. Another thing I'm sick of is people blaming their little eccentricities, C's, whatever, on being a different nationality. Look, man, this is America. We got off that boat. Your family got off that boat probably five, six hundred years ago. Any link that you had generally generationally faded like three or four fucking generations ago you're not an asshole because you're irish you don't like fucking pretzels and beer because you're german you don't like sausage because you're polish you like it because it's what you fucking like you know but stop it stop it i just why does this shit bother me dude i don't know are we doing pick your pawn stars this week or what? Yeah, I'm just trying to give you a chance to get all your issues out. I got a lot of issues. We'll be here all night if we keep those going. So I think <laughs> it's best if we just, hopefully it doesn't involve robots, sausage, bacon, eggs, chicken wings, Kia's, Hondas. Kids leaving Kids. infants at the uh, check-in desk at air, airports. I virtually have an opinion about everything. You do. And you make it known. I'm well read in, in most things, I guess. All right. Well, Pick Your Porn Stars is a segment that we do every week where we take three characters out of the four from the Pawn Stars show that used to air on the History Channel. Once again, we're going to leave Rick out of these scenarios. So the only three that you have left are Chumley, Pops, and Corey, Rick's son, Big Hoss. So Dustin, your first scenario. You're riding an elevator with one of three Pawn Stars. That elevator stops midway through the route of where you need to go. So you're trying to get to 15. This elevator stops, say, somewhere around the seventh floor and you're stuck in that elevator for an undetermined amount of time you could be stuck in that mug for two days which three pawn stars would you pick to be stuck in that elevator what's your choice so rick's cut out again yeah damn man 
I'd say I'd probably take Corey in that scenario. I don't pick him a lot, and I just realized it. But I think Corey is resourceful. We don't give him credit for it. I think he wouldn't like being stuck in an elevator as much as I wouldn't like it. So I think he'd want to get the fuck out of there, like, pronto. I think Chum would probably be like, hmm. He'd probably say something stupid. Like, oh, the elevator stopped moving. No fucking shit, dude. Like, <laughs> We're not moving, obviously. So what do you want to do about it? We're like, I don't know. Maybe we should use this call button. And so I'd, I'd end up being the one doing all the fucking work with Chum. He'd probably be sitting over in the fucking corner of the elevator like a fucking panda, chewing on a fucking beef stick that he stole from the lobby. <laughs> you know, and I'd be fucking sitting there like panicking. It's getting hot. You know, and he's just perspirating and eating and he's putting off noxious fucking fumes. Because he's eating that beef stick, that Jack Jack Link's beef stick. He's eating. He's sweating. He's. It's just getting just the air's thick in that elevator. Yeah, and he probably doesn't smell the best either. No, he probably forgot to put deodorant on that morning. He looks like a dude that would walk out of the house and forget to put his deodorant on. And unlike the rest of us. You know, because if I do that, I stop at like the fucking dollar store once I realize it because I've done it before. Not often, but I'll stop at the dollar store and get a cheap stick of, you know, the little travel size and just throw some on because I'm not walking. But he doesn't give a fuck. He has no regard for anybody else. Right. So he's probably smelling pretty fucking ripe. And he looks like his feet stink, too. Yeah. Yeah. He looks definitely. like he looks like one of those people who their feet stink through their shoes. Like you ever met them people? Like when they yeah. walk up next to you and they're talking to you and their feet are just fucking rank. Yeah, you don't know whether it's the feet or the shoes. You don't know which to blame. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't I wouldn't take Pop just because I think it's not a good scenario for him to be in health wise. Trapped in an elevator. I think he'd be trying at first to get us out, but I think ultimately he might meet his demise there. Every scenario that I could that you give me, like Pops could die in. Right. And I just don't know that I'd want to him to i don't want him to have his last moments in an elevator with you with me with anybody just that's a shitty way to go is in an elevator it's True. cool if you're like maybe it's like a scene of die hard or something and that's the way you go out like Mission you're impossible a, yeah you're in a fucking hotel elevator and the hotel's been fucking commandeered by like uh terrorists international terrorists and you know they cut the cord of the elevator you die that way like i can get down with that but we're just in a, you know, shitty ass hotel in fucking Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania or something. Right. And we're trying to get up to floor 15 just to go to the sky top bar and it just stops on floor 13. Nah, well, me and me and Corey make it out of that one. That it, yeah, it's not a, you know, cool kind of undercover agent type. We're going to harness ourselves and then go through the trap door of the elevator there's none of that involved this is just plain a bad day you know you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah and i think if if we're like say we're at that level where there's like that much left or so like to go and Corey's lost so much weight that he could get through that and right. he could go get us help you know, and I, Corey has some good conversation too. So if we did wait it out, you know, probably be okay. Chum would, as always, end up getting on my nerves at some point. That's for sure. All right. So the next one is 
almost a similar emergency situation, but a little bit different. So the second scenario is you are taking a plane ride and it's just you and one other pawn star, the pilot and the co-pilot. Okay. And in this scenario, <clears throat> both the pilot and the co-pilot are out. They're done. They're unconscious. There's no way they're going to be able to fly this plane. You have to emergency fly this plane and land it so that everyone stays alive. And your co-pilot, you're, no, you're co-piloting this plane with one of our three pawn stars. Dustin, which one do you choose? Pops, military. It just, it's as simple as that. He's got military training. I don't think he flew planes, but it's one of those situations where you need to be calm. You need to have your bearings. I think he could take command of the situation and help calm people down and calm me down, quite frankly, because I'd be shitting bricks. <laughs> and uh, I think we would make it out of that scenario with Pops at the helm. I think he would be the hero. I don't think it would even be like you've got to have someone co-pilot with you. I think Pops would take full and total control of the situation. And he would be the savior of the day. I mean, that's would you would you put Chumley really? Like he shouldn't even be in an option for co-piloting a plane. No, he shouldn't I've... even fly a Vespa or whatever they the small he shouldn't even fly a crop duster. He shouldn't even fly a fucking drone. <laughs> you know well, in that one episode he couldn't even fly a kite remember it got stuck up yeah. in that in the light post exactly you can't even fly a, a wind powered plastic kite like you're not helping me out of that scenario Corey, Corey might do okay I think he would just start freaking out he'd probably get pissed off at something and like start slamming shit around he'd fucking slam the the controls and we'd just go into a fucking nosedive yeah. he'd be like how the fuck did this happen and hit it and we're just nosedive yeah, you're probably right on that one and and pops would just be like what the hell did you do dustin like i don't know fuck something up can you fix it <laughs> that's about right well we'll go to the third one then uh so you're about to get married to love your life. I guess in your case, you'd be getting remarried and you have one of three choices for the best man at your wedding and you can't choose anybody else, but chum Corey or pops, who do you choose? And remember these people are going to be meeting your family members. They're going to be meeting your uh, wife's family members, you know, so it's, it's going to be a big deal, you know? Chum. Chum? Take him. Yeah, he'd be fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, my family kind of already knows, like, somewhat, you know, how I am. And, like, they, it wouldn't be out of the norm for me to fucking be around someone like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> he's, I, he's just a party animal. And I just, like, it wouldn't, they'd be like, oh, shit, he's coming. Like, it would be like that, and I'd be like, you know, it's like you're fucking, you don't want to bring him, but you do. It's kind of like, he's like the dude from The Hangover. Right, yeah. Ethan, or not, whatever his name was. 
Chum's like kind of like the mascot that everybody knows you have to bring to something like that. Yeah, and I mean, we if we have like a full wedding like videographer and everything, it would definitely be memorable. I could probably sell it to like America's Home Videos or even make a documentary, mockumentary style movie, like shoot it in the format of like Trailer Park Boys, and it would not cease to entertain. <laughs> you think Chum would be the guy that gets wasted and then falls into the wedding cake? Yeah, and I think I'd get a kick out of it. I think it just like it wouldn't be preferable to happen, but like I wouldn't. I'd have to like fake my outrage about it, but I'd probably inside I'd be like, <laughs> "That's fucking awesome." Well, remember, this man is coordinating your bachelor party and then also giving the toast at your wedding ceremony. So, or the wedding reception, I guess. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, especially the bachelor party. I mean. Would we even make it to the wedding partying with Chum? You Probably know, not. I'd be fucking tucked away on the roof of some Las Vegas hotel. And I wouldn't make it. So, I mean, <laughs> in the toast, that would be memorable too. I mean, depending on when he gives the toast. I mean, do we give the toast at the beginning of the, the reception or is it halfway through? Is it at the end? I mean, depending on when he gives that, we'd be in for a treat. I'd say like halfway, we'd probably get the best possible version because he'd be a little drunk, but not too shit faced enough to where he couldn't totally give one. I think at the end of the wedding, I, it would be just a slur of words and no one would understand what he's saying. And then like you said, he'd fall into the wedding cake. Right. I think it would be the, the levels like the beginning of the reception. He would just say something stupid. The middle of the reception, he would say something outrageous. But then towards the end of the reception, after he's nice and buzzed up, he'd probably just go nuclear. You know, it would just yeah. be ridiculous. Like the middle one would be like something outrageous, but somewhat sentimental. Because the alcohol would bring that out of him. Right. So, yeah, in the end could either be like a just gibberish. It could be him just going postal and like nuclear, like you said, and just being a total fucking dick to everybody because right. he's been fucking pounding shots at Jack, you know, and he just turns into an asshole and he just annihilates everybody or yeah. But, or maybe we go to get the toast and he's fucking passed out behind the shed and nowhere to be found. He's got his fucking pants down around, around his ankles. He's covered in shit and puke. <laughs> <laughs> So it would be an interesting event. That's that's to say the least. Well, those are my three pick your pawn stars. So that's all I got. That was good. Good ones. I enjoyed Thank these you. again, man. I love the, the, I say it every week. It's the third week. I love it. It's fucking awesome. Just to think about the scenario and who like, cause then you think about how each person would react, you know? So it's just, it's something fun, man. So Pick your pawn star as always was a treat. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. And uh, so I think we're coming to about the end. I think we hit just about everything. Uh, you know, we had the pick your pawn stars. We just finished up. We did our news. We did the news that we think that you need to hear. We did the news that we think is important. And if you don't think our news is important, I got a couple choice words. Go fucking read CNN. Because if you don't think our news is important, if you don't think that someone's stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings is important, if you don't think that 
someone stealing Hyundais and Kias. You don't think the robot revolution is important? Let me tell you something. Go look at fucking CNN, and they're going to have on their front page that it's not a drill. Beyonce is going on concert. So if you don't like our news, you need to get off your fucking high horse and come back down to planet Earth because Beyonce touring is not fucking news at all. That bitch is doing her fucking job. Her job as a musician and entertainer is to go on goddamn tour. So if you don't like our news, go fuck yourself and Brian Stelter. Okay? And fucking Don Lemon. Go join that crowd and read their fucking shit news. We don't source our news articles from CNN. We source them from everywhere else. We're probably going to use CNN sometime in the future, though, just because they are a news outlet. But we're not going to fucking pick that story. Not this week. Can you believe that Beyonce's on tour again? Oh my God. It's like, have you seen the fucking prices of her tour? No. It's it's outrageous. It's just like Taylor Swift all over again. So you're this huge artist and you're making all this money. You're rich and you have like outrage about social issues and inequality and shit. But then you go on tour and you sell a fucking way out like in the grass, grassy field section of your tour not even you can't even see them at that point you could barely hear them and you sell that ticket for fucking a thousand dollars but you give a fuck about social issues and and cnn has to go out of their goddamn way to post this is not a drill no this is not a drill with something when we have a fucking spy balloon flying over our fucking heads or russia decided to nuke ukraine or germany or so that's this is not a drill kind of material right we don't come at you when we bring you the news. This is not a drill. A, a bar in Las Vegas hired a robot and it added a 10% charge. Even though we should, because that's an important fucking issue. We should be, you know, screaming it from the fucking towers. But we don't. That's a bullshit news article. So if you guys have news articles that you think is interesting... You're going to hear a contact information a little bit later. We'd love to hear it. If you'd like, if you've seen an article, I'm going to drop a phone number. You can leave a voicemail. You can shoot a text. You can send an email. We want to hear the news articles you guys have out there too, because we care about the news that's important to you. We don't care about fucking Beyonce going on tour (laughs) or fucking Michael Jackson's pet panda. Man. I, it gets me going again, dude. Look at that's that's how much I believe in our news. I believe that you bring us the breaking news articles that are the important ones. I try. So, with that being said, um, also this is something that we're we're going to start doing, um, and this is for our listeners as well. Uh, if you know of a business that you think would be interested, let us know. This is also to the business owners, small business owners in the immediate Washington County, Frederick County area, uh, technically, in my opinion, all over Maryland. Uh, But we try to keep it at a small business. If you want a free shout out, something like that, if you want to work in collaboration like that, uh, I've got some contact information. Uh, You can reach us on all of our social, but we we don't want assholes. We don't want you to be an unholy saint on the show. So we want good, reputable businesses. We don't want insurance companies. Okay. Uh, We don't want those because I don't care if you're a small time insurance agent. We don't want you. But uh, if you want to reach out, 
You could reach out. You could call 301. That's the area code 301-800-8290. Uh, you could shoot a text to that too. It's a cell phone. Twitter, we're at UBEC underscore podcast. Facebook at UBEC dot studios. YouTube, UBC, we're at UBEC studios. TikTok at UBEC dot studios. And uh, if you want to hit us on the cla- classic, what is turning into the snail mail, spam mail, ubec.wd at gmail.com reach out and i mean if you wanted to throw something in there like uh you know uh, some kind of code and like i said this is 100 pro bono nothing's going to be charged we're not you know looking for anything other than to promote local businesses and get their name out there as long as or you know as well as ours and work in coalition to get your goods and services to people that maybe didn't know about it uh, so reach out in any one of those forms. Like I said, if you have a, a, a family member that owns a business, maybe, uh, your cousin Johnny owns a landscape company and he needs to get some new clients. Let us know. We'll, we'll, uh, you know, put it out there for him. We'll give him a shout out on our next episode. Uh, we could even make a, a quick, uh, little snippet for him, a little click, uh, of us just talking about his services with his contact information. I can make up, I can throw together a quick little poster for you doesn't take long. Uh, you know, a lot of people are entrepreneurial and trying to start their small business, trying to start a podcast, trying to start anything like that. Anyone ever has questions, reach out to us. We're not perfect. We're not professionals, but we're learning and we'd love to help people grow as we grow in our journey. It's free promo too, guys. Don't, don't miss an opportunity. Don't be stupid and miss a good opportunity. It's free promo. You tell us the business Tell us what you want us to say about your business. Give us contact information. Bam. It's that easy. You don't even have to get off your couch. That's easy. Like I said, I gave you all the social, gave you phone numbers, email. Takes 10 seconds to send a text. You know, so get on get on it and do it. And we'd love to, you know, have like a, a segment of each week. You know, the, our, our small business of the week that we give a shout out to. Uh, small businesses. Like I said, it could be anything, anything you want it to be, as long as it's not an insurance company. Right. <laughs> now, if you're an insurance company, I'll tell you the one way that you could get back in my good graces, and I'd maybe consider you, is if your insurance company still fully insures Kias and Hyundais at no additional charge. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, yeah, definitely reach out to us. Um, and then that also goes like for the people that are listening, if you want to reach out on any of those platforms, if you want, if you have a funny story about something, something you need to get off your chest, shoot it over to us. And, you know, we'll have a featured segment in the show for you where we, you know, if you're having a bad day and you just need us to talk about your bad day and maybe give some of our, uh, insight, I I call it insight. I wouldn't say it's advice. Because I don't give the best advice now. I might tell you to do some crazy shit that you might not want to do. But it'll definitely, it'll give you some help. Maybe you just need someone to talk to. And we're here to listen and and share your stories. So businesses, anything, anyone wants to reach out to us, just reach out. We'd be happy to hear. Right. So, yeah. Well, I think we covered all bases this week. I think we got a couple good topics for the news uh, you know 
shared my opinion on a multitude of topics, some not even related to what you were talking about. That's true. I mean, you give me a little piece of something. You say a, a word. It's like MK Ultra inside my head. That word just turns me into a different person. <laughs> you know, maybe they ran some mind control experiments on me one day and I didn't even know it, you know. Those are trigger words. Panda, robot, <laughs> food service. Insurance. Insurance. <laughs> old people. Man, the fucking old people, dude. They're Vanta Black sunglasses. If you Boy guys moms. if you don't know what Vanta Black is, Google it. It's it is the darkest color known to man on the spectrum that we can see at least. And those fuckers put it right over top their goddamn eyes. They already can't see shit. So, but yeah, I think that's our show for this week. So as always, we appreciate you stopping in on this Sunday and um, reach out to us if you're a small business and we would definitely be happy to get you some free promo. Anything else from you, Will? We love boy moms. Yeah. Hashtag we love boy moms. (laughs) Fuck over yourselves. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week.